this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mondays now, the M stands for motherfucker. My name's Amino Hassan. That's Black Trey. That's John Gervais. Rob Lopez is on production. Uh, B will be joining us a little later to not only recap and review P-Valley with us, but also give us an exclusive behind-the-scenes account of what happened during the Rick Ross 2 Chains versus battle. That's right, she was there, and she's got all the details We'll get to that a little bit later, but we're going to start with a TV show that we told you last week to start watching. I know we told you that, and yet I stupidly waited too long, and so I only watched (laughs) two episodes of The No Limit Chronicles, which is basically a docu-series about how No Limit Records and Masterpiece started. The interesting thing about it is the way it's shot. It's As Trey said, it's kind of like First 48 where the actual participants are telling you, then this happened, that happened, and then you get some, like, reenactment actors, you know, miming this stuff out. (laughs) And then I threw the money in the air, and the guy throws the money in the air or whatever. Which is, at first I was like, that sounds kind of corny, and now as I'm watching, I'm like, it actually works really well. Because none of it, none of the reenactment actors ever actually talk. You don't have to hear them. I like hearing the original people's voices. And so... From that aspect, it's very well done. Um, the other observation I have is that, and, and Trey, you warned me of this, but it still kind of took me aback. It, it's definitely informative and very interesting 
and definitely executive produced by Master P because, oh boy, man. <laughs> this dude, this is worse than straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. Remember how they were like superheroes? Like everything Dr. Dre and Ice Cube did was amazing. And who fucked up? It was all Easy's fault. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it's the same thing here. It's like, they're just incredible. And they told Suge Knight to go fuck himself. And I'm like, okay, like. I'm kind of feeling some of this is a little stretch Armstrong, but you get to do that when you're the executive producer. Um, so before we get into details, let me ask y'all. So Trey, uh, first first impressions of this docu series? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It uh, took me back to my preteen teenager days, um, where I spent all my uh, what is that allowance on DCDs. Just because, you know, I was just all in and not, you know, back then, obviously, we had to open up and peel the seal and we didn't know what actual tracks was. But like getting the behind the scenes of how they put out so much music, how many tracks had to be like, still didn't allow no one to have under 21 tracks. That's crazy when you think about that. And then also guys weren't even getting a chance to listen to the music. They were just rotating to different rooms and recording a song like, okay, there's a beat. Hop on that. Okay, you just finished that song? Go over there. There's no time to listen to it. We'll mix it and record it later. And we're getting them out. And I think, you know, obviously we can go back to the beginning of the story. I thought it was really interesting. Like you said, it feels like obviously you can tell Master P was the executive producer because it was heavy driven by him. His story as far as like living in the house with his grandparents and his grandparents dying, you know, because of the hospital, kind of giving him the wrong medicine and stuff like that. And then obviously all these type of situations where he becomes a man of the house, he's trying to sell drugs, he's selling drugs with Romeo, he tears his ACL at U of H, you know. There's a lot, a um, lot of this, a lot of the stuff is kind of like, <clears throat> I just, I, I just definitely a lot of Stretch Armstrong going around. Um, what was the first masterpiece song you had ever heard? Uh, West Coast Bad Boys, actually. For real? My uncle, my uncle went to school in Fresno, and he brought home, like, the first time I've ever heard the click, E-40, all that. But he brought home West Coast Bad Boys 2, and that, I never heard the first one until, like, I went back and started downloading the music right. later on down the line. But overall, like, they had this one song that was really fire. It, it featured some universal artists, you know what I mean? He had, by that time, he was on mixed in with priority and he can get whoever he wants. Right, right, right. But but it was some good music. I can't really think of the song that I really liked on there, but that was the first time I heard him. Mm. And then um Ghetto Dope. Ghetto D was like Oh, what is it? That was that was Ghetto, Ghetto D Ghetto D just like first of all like make crack like this as soon as the shit's made crack like this. and I heard that and then dun 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 and then and like you said like Obviously, we get on the mumble rappers, but Master P wasn't really saying shit, but it was just dope ass. Beast by the Pound just made the beat oh, so hard. Yeah. That, Can't... like, regardless of what niggas was saying, like, we was just rolling. And the idea that he can roll out 23 albums, I, I like, I, Jerv retweeted me on this, but I like to think that I was responsible for buying, like, 18 of them shits. And then I also found out on Twitter that Mercedes actually really did put out her album. I never had it, but I did love her album cover. Uh, Jerv, what was the first masterpiece song you heard? I want to say it was "Bout It, Bout It." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, it, I want is either "Bout About It" or uh, "Crack Like This." Like, wow! I, I just, 
Like wh- wh- whichever one of those came out first, that's the first one. Not I heard about it was way way before. Okay, all right. Then, then I, Trey yeah. just said it, so it made because I, I I love that song. Like the song was crazy. Um, but about about it was probably definitely the uh, the first one. I was I was like heavy. I was heavy into no to no limit. Really? Yeah. I had a um I had an old head that was um he 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 like listened to all the no limits. So we, you know he was the kid. We were always one of his crib. We play video games. He play all the stuff. And then that time it was a lot of UCD stores, and mm-hmm. um, you, we we would just go in there and just buy like just anything no limit like five dollars three dollars. People would get them and take right. them back. Like I had I had Mac Magic, um, Cain and Abel, Silk the Shocker, yeah, no, bro. Like I like I Trey. I, I think I said it. I think Young Bleed. I probably had about right, right around. Trey, young I think I had like I'm mad Young Bleed wasn't a part of that. You know, because Young yeah yeah what. Yeah, I believe. Well, he came later. Yeah, though. I mean, like, like he again, I don't think there. It's going to be certain guys that's just not going to make the, you know, because not everybody. Right. Big, big, and, like it's a lot of cats in there that was just kind of sneaking in, and I thought they were just the most fire cats. Like it'll be like he would drop the same No Limit song on everybody's album, then they get their own version of the No Limit Soldier. Fiend I thought I told you. And long as Mystical had a feature uh, on there, I was pressing play. So, so here's my, like, my, the first song I heard was about about it, but I remember saying, like, who the hell is this? And they were like, oh, you don't know P? He's the Ice Cream Man. And then I heard Ice Cream Man, which, of course, came before that. And I was like, this nigga's trash. Like, I just couldn't understand. And then, like, I saw the album covers, and I'm like, did they do this shit, like, on a computer like me? <laughs> like, I was just, I was that dude. I was Mr. New York. So I was just like, this is trash. When Ghetto Dope came out, I was so upset. Like, Eric B and Rakim, that is like a sacred beat. You took it and you just like jumbled any old which way, just yelling on the track. I'm like, this is not, I, I was that dude. I was what Jerv is right now. The new music, <laughs> I was doing that to everything No Limit. Like, to me, I just felt like, and it's funny because in this first couple of episodes, it becomes apparent everything that I thought they were doing is exactly what they were doing. It's going to just, just cut a record. It doesn't matter. Like there was no, uh, you know, but you know, what I didn't appreciate the th- at the time that I appreciate now is that in a weird way, he was, he was gaming the system. Like he understood because he's getting 80% on every sale. It don't have to be good. We just got to keep putting out numbers. And as long as the numbers are moving, I'm getting 80% of that, so it's no problem. Like, the idea I'm going to sit here and I'm going to pick 12 tracks and this one didn't make the album is is irrelevant. It was a volume business, and he really grasped that probably better than anybody at the time, especially people at the label. But, um, by the way, sidebar, one of the things that I noticed when I was watching this, because I always watch your captions on, BET has the worst closed captioning in the world. Like, the people, I'm convinced the people doing this... (laughs) Do not are not black. Do not listen to hip hop or anything. Some of, these are some of the 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 mistakes they made when they're playing. We know limit soldiers. I thought I told you. The caption said, "Long live the soldier." There you go. When they when they were talking about, I mean, this, I mean, at the end of the day, it's right to me. Long live when, Master B. <laughs> when, when they were asking about, or they're talking about artists that he signed. We signed so-and-so, we signed so-and-so, we signed, we signed Fiend. They wrote Beans. Wow. Man, can't hear, man. And that Don't disrespect my, Fiend. Fiend was nice. My just fa- the womp womp. Favorite one 
And by favorite, I mean I wanted to smash my TV. Where they were talking about the rise of Southern hip hop. They talk about Outkast. Talk about songs that they talk about Goody Mob. And they played "Who's That Creeping in My Window?" Blow. Nobody now, because the song is about like shooting out the person who is creeping outside the window. <laughs> they wrote, "Wow, what a party now!" <laughs> I was oh, like, "Come wow. on, man!" Like none of none of this, none of this is ringing a bell for you guys. We just gonna write, write it. We don't write anything, huh? We just gonna write whatever we want to write. There were some other ones, but I thought those are the most egregious. Um, but yeah, man, I was I wasn't a fan, man, at first. And then what happened was, it was weird. I was in either New York or D.C. And when I was out there at a party, they played a song. And, like, I remember seeing, like, a bunch of, like, the East Coast guys, like, yo, what is this? And I saw the girls, like, dancing, and I was like, Ah, I'm the colonel of the North. <laughs> we got the lyrics. I had every single lyric memorized, man. Because, hey, man, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's like, I don't have to respect this man lyrically. I can just go out there and have a good-ass time, man. Um, yeah. So one part, and I don't know if you got the chance to see it yet, but uh, him opening up for Tupac and they was calling him a country singer. I thought that was oh, very yeah. hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that about that. I didn't know that he. Uh, I mean, I didn't know that he was on the Pac tour. So he. I mean, not the Pac tour, but open yeah. for Pac. I didn't realize he. I didn't realize how much he said Richmond, California, in his songs, and it actually meant. Yeah. Like you know, what I mean, I didn't so realize does. Richmond, the Virginia aspect of so, it. So, so back in the no, I thought, I, bro, on some real, I probably thought it was Richmond, some Richmond some in like project, some project, uh, Louisiana yeah. that I just never did. Yo, so so real talk, back in like in ninety seven and ninety eight or whatever, he used to always talk about Pac and Pac's my guy, and we thought like, all right, dude, like because because he's he's the master marketer, right? He like my, I'll never forget this. My my roommate Ken, my buddy Ken, he's from Georgia. He was a big Master P fan. And Ken was the one that told me, this dude gets it because listen to every song, he shouts out every city and state in America. And so he said, everybody all over the country is going to be like, oh, yeah, that's us. That's us. And I was like, I was like, that, that's just corny. But he was right. It was like that whole, like, like, like the Young Bleed song. How they do that there? Text Mississippi, man, we don't care. How they do, did you, Detroit, Alabama, like, like just naming places. But what it made it do is it made everybody co-opt the song because they were waiting for their place to get shouted out, kind of like um, uh, the, that mixtape, he said, uh, the one the West Coast uh, Bad Boys or whatever. Because so he after got, West Coast Bad Boys, he ended up doing the Down South one. Yeah. And, and he found out how to branch out regionally. And that was the thing, too. He said during those Pac tours, he didn't have too many Tupac stories because he was out there trying to sell his tapes you know, outside the outside the shows, you know what I mean, and, and it could be in Nashville. He was he was going to the hoods and flipping it and pretty much trying to sell it, just like audio dope. Um, yo, yo, is he the original? Um, Cause you know, I feel like we always praise Baby for um for well maybe he's not. the original what the, <laughs> like the uh, 80-20 dude or whatever. Like you know what I mean? Cause you not 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 coming in and taking the um like the bread like kind of working the system in his favor not going independent but at the same time like he 
you know what I mean? He 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 didn't let the record companies use him. He used the record Michael companies. Jackson. I feel like he's nigga. Michael Jackson. I'm, I, well, I'm sorry. I'm, oh, you talking about I rap? Meant more, I, I, I meant like in hip hop. Yeah, 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 it was probably him. Because that's the same thing. That's why LL got his beef with Hove because Hove got 100%. You feel me? Yeah. So we got, but we got no, but I'm just, Hove, but I'm just yeah. saying that was kind of like, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, mean. look, bro, dude, dude, homie, homie was like, I've been putting it on, y'all don't know. And then, you know, Hove came in just getting the distribution deal. Like, look, I don't know if it was the steps of P, but P definitely was doing something that a lot of people wasn't doing. And that's the thing. He probably one of the best businessmen in yeah, hip hop yeah. of all time. Hands down. Now, when, when you talk about quality of music, when you talk about strategies, and yes, he probably gambled a lot on a lot of shit, but he mm-hmm. he opened the, he opened the door for niggas to do clothes, to niggas to do yeah. shoes, to do merchandise. The nigga had an action figure doll, nigga. Yeah, nigga no, no, like. Yo, from a business I standpoint, remember laughing at all this shit though back no, then. No, I mean like, it was corny, but it, it sold. It all yeah. sold. And that was the thing. Like for me, from a like I often think like How old were y'all? During this era. I was in college. Like I was a freshman in college. So you so, so think about me being 12, 13 and just being right. wide open off of that. You feel right. me? I was in high school. Like I'm like, I gotta have it. Master B. Master I want a no limit jersey. You feel yeah. me? Like I'm, I was geeking like that because you know, obviously, mystical is a world, bro. To me, like yeah. well, see, that's my, that's, yeah, that's, that's my all-time thing. favorite artist. Like mystical, no mystical, mystical was, and I, I haven't reached the point where they talk about signing mystical yet uh, in the episodes I'm watching. It's one of the greatest signings, but it's in like, but it's like that's like, uh, it. That's what it's like when you get they got talent, right? Mm-hmm. Like all these other dudes, like his brothers weren't rappers. Like there's a, there's a line in there where where Silk so, the Shocker says, "I didn't." C Murder was cool. Silk, Silk the Shocker it says, "It took I didn't, seven years for C Murder to drop his first album." Right. So Silk, Silk said, "I didn't want to be a rapper per se," and I put no shit Silk because the nigga had no rhythm. I love the strawberries and moets. He's the first mumble rapper. Oh, I mean, he was, but he wasn't even mumbling. He was just extremely off beat, like like Silk never caught beat. So, so the, the the crazy thing was, it's like Silk can rap. See, Murder was like as long as it was this basic kind of like, I'm not. Let's not put too much complexity with the flow or the lyrics. He was passable, yeah. right? Um, Mia Mia X was good. She could actually Mia rap. Mia, rap. She could rap. She could rap. But it's uh, yeah. every time I hear her name, I remember my, my homie Slime. He once, I once. He once called a girl Mia Triple XL, and I oh, wow. bust out laughing so hard. That's kind of rude, it, but it, but it's one of the like the all time great <laughs> topical jokes. You get like this is at the height of No Limit. He called some girl like, "Man, shut up, Mia Triple XL," and I was dying, man. <laughs> it was just because it never. I don't know, man. It's so, you know, when you're young, sometimes these jokes sound brand new. I was like, that was the first time I heard that joke, so I was, like, <laughs> I was impressed. Did y'all like Fiend? Yeah, I was a Fiend guy. There, I, I fuck, but again, I, I fuck like all Fiend. these rollouts were so late when guys really started to get their like individual stuff. You know, we got Mystical. Yeah. Mystical had a, a, another album be prior to, before, before yeah. he joined. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember to, seeing he used Mystical. To, you know, obviously, he, formal soul he uh, had his. Uh, he had his first little album with uh, Jive, and then P got him off Jive. And then after that, but like he was just like I guess a, a hot wire guy, 
And that I like that's one thing I liked about Master P at least. You know what I mean? From from what I can get from 2020 is like, look, I can help you, but ain't nobody tell you to go fight. Ain't nobody tell you to go do all that shit. Yeah. You spending your money, that's you gotta spend your own money. Who do you think is the person who feels the sickest out of all of this? The homie, the homie that he left. Oh, boy, Which with the one? cane. Boy with the eye? The mess up with the cane? Nah, not Skullduggery. Oh, I'm no, talking, no. Not, I mean, I'm not, sorry, not that. The cane. The nigga with the cane. His homie yeah. from, from back in the day. Trying to be thirsty. Don't do no side deals. I'm going to tell you who, who, who's got to be sicker than him. My man, the business manager. Oh, yeah. The nerdy dude. He played I was himself. Like, bro, you could have just sat back and like, you would have made, like, he would have made millions. He would have literally made millions. Also, Easy I didn't call. know that uh, that whole thing with cash money. Yeah, but see, and that's the thing. After, before we even talked about this, I went back and watched Mystical's Drink Champ, and I watched Masterpiece Drink Champ, and his Breakfast Club, and it was just like, out of respect to Baby, they already had their own situation going because they had BG signed and, and, you know, a couple other people signed to them, but they wasn't, you know, obviously they wasn't, uh, they didn't have a distribution deal like right. Pete. So people was just like, you know, when they were asking Charlamagne and them asked them about, you know, why why did you get up and leave like that in the, you know, in in the movie, I mean in the documentary and he's just like, I didn't want to waste some people's time. Like I already knew what type of, you know, yeah. it wouldn't have made me no better. It wouldn't have made me no better signing them on or whatever because they had different views and they were from different sets. Like they really didn't get along, but they was like at least trying to make it work. You know? Right. Well, so, I mean, it was, but it was, it was, cause it was clear they had, they, like, if you want to be in No Limit, you had to be like, in, like, you had to do it their way. And they wanted yeah. to do things their way and just like get the, get the distribution. They wanted like yep. a, a straight, just kind of like, don't, don't ask us questions, just help us get our music out there. So I respect that, that he, he, I always say like, yo, a quick no is way better than, than like, is the next best thing after, uh, uh, a yes is a quick yeah. no because like don't waste anybody's time, man. Let them let us move on, and I think it worked out ultimately for everybody. Um, what do you guys think is the biggest lie so far? The biggest lie has to be. I'm gonna say. It has to be the basketball shit, bro. Oh, bro. <laughs> like, his, like, his AU coach said 30 and 12. I was like, there's no fucking way in God's I mean, mirror. I'm not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mad at the stats. My thing was was that he was saying he would have he would have got a one-year deal with Toronto. I just don't see it. Well, I, I, don't I, haven't, see it. I haven't gotten to that part yet. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, like, his original basketball stuff. Well, I mean, high but, school, but it's, it's, no, it's, no, real, it's no real spoiler alert. It's no right, real spoiler know, alert because we know how that actually no, really came happen out. But he just really kind of <laughs> capped out saying, "Oh, if this wouldn't have happened with T Max agent, I would have got I would have got to stay on the team." And it's like, uh, look, I understand I, I, the I understand the extra politics of it, but nigga, this is what I'm gonna say. This is what I'm gonna say. Tell your story of me about a masterpiece, bro. Please. Oh man, like I went to I went to the game and he, <laughs> I went to one of the games where he was he was playing in the preseason game. And like, he was trash. Like just every time he touched it, he tried, he looked so he tried good to do something lights. with it. He didn't make a single shot. So finally, like, you know, cause he just putting his head down barrel into the basket. He got, he drew a foul, goes to the free throw line. He hits the first free throw, 
stepped back off the free throw line and like waved his hands in the air and like yo to the crowd. And I was like, that's how I know you ain't you ain't a real. So hooker. they actually show that where Do they? They not it's was you were you at the uh, NBA preseason? I was at the yeah the NBA preseason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he makes the free throw and he's like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm thinking that's from like a different thing. Like he going off. You feel me? No, I didn't know man. that he was really that was struggling one, that game. That was the, <laughs> I think he, and I, I, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he missed his second free throw. But like, it, it was just like, to me, that's what, that's how I knew that day. Obviously from watching him play, like, yo, buddy's trash. But like when he hit that shot, that's how I knew he knows he's trash. He knows he's living out of fantasy, right? Because a real hooper wouldn't do that. A real hooper would be like, fuck, about time. All right, let's get this thing going. Get some 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 easy buckets or whatever. My man was celebrating hitting a free throw in a preseason game. I'm like, nah, man. But having said all that, uh, Trey, he might have made the team because people forget this was Toronto before it was hot. So, like, they had a problem selling tickets, and Master P was like that. So, like, the idea of, like, having your 15th man never play, just hang out with the team and draw ticket sales, that's a big thing. It's kind of like Romeo being on on SC on SC. He wasn't good, yeah. But there were benefits that came along with having Romeo Miller on your roster. Benefits that ultimately Mark sank Williams. the whole program. <laughs> he, hey, listen. I don't think they're gonna. Re- I don't think they're ever gonna include it. But Romeo used to start over Brandon in AU. That's sick. That's a sick dad, man. To have your son start like B he was, was probably like, that squad, huh? He was coaching that squad. Yeah, P. Miller, P. Yeah, Miller All Stars. They had, yeah. they had Demar. Yeah, they had, they had a stacked God, ass damn. team, dog. Well, they was like, they was solid. But he was like I said, he he was truly like, there was no, it was no confusion. His whole thing was about like how are we gonna push our shit, not about like what's best for the player, not about what's best for reality, like what's best for what's best for us, man. So. Like I, I'm not mad at it. I just understood it in a way that I think people don't understand. But but I'm still going back to you know he said he went to Houston on a scholarship and then he tore his ACL and then they cut him. And I said, first of all, that's not how that shit happened. That's not how it works. Second of all, isn't it amazing they got all these pictures of him from when he was like three years old all the way to Richmond, but they don't have a single picture of that first day of the team photo. On media day, where everybody wears their jersey, and they, they, they didn't find that one, huh? They couldn't find that one. Couldn't find one of him at practice. Nah, they, that, find, they got they got lost yeah, in the shuffle. Uh, amazing how that happens. But you know, you, hey man, do y'all believe that shook? I, there's no way that shook shit went down. Like about that. there's no when way y'all he moving. Just, yeah, yeah. Trey. Trey. I mean, he no, nah, but he was getting that off when shook was out though. No, like I mm. no I, I no I'm sorry I meant more so. There's no way he walked up into the jail, wrote numbers down, and the Suge was just like, "All right, cool." Like they had yeah, no, 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 because I mean that's how they got Pac out, bro. They did it over a napkin, nigga. No, no, I I believe that's how Suge got Pac out. I'm saying I don't believe Master P, and I believe P was in the mix. I believe P was you know whatever, whatever, but I just don't think at that time you don't, the Lord, you don't think he was signing up three million. On a wire to get him out? You crazy boy? No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying I don't think the negotiation shit was just as smooth as him going. I'm just, I'm just, just being well, he, like, All he right, rejected that's cool. it the first time though, and then he offered three million for Master P, and and uh, the rights to fucking um, Snoop Doggy Dog, and a percentage of that next album that was coming out. 
like 25 percent so he crooked it. He, I mean, that's, that's a great and, deal. That, and that was the only thing the, the reason why he did it it was a crazy deal because it was to save death row so he had to do it like right. i'm mm. pretty sure if he wasn't if he wasn't down bad he probably wouldn't have took that deal but the thing is is snoop was absolutely broke like he had nothing to his name and i'm pretty sure he didn't know how the record business went but when he came to master p and had shit so master p gave him a house a car, and he said he did a verse with um, Master P for thirty five hundred. Master P gave him thirty five thousand. but hold on, you know how crazy it is for Snoop to say he had never seen a million dollars until he signed on No Limit. You talking about I the could, Chronic Doggy Style? It, murder was the case. And I mean, I mean, wild. like, how, damn. how is that wild when you know how record record labels do niggas I all know, the time? But because still, because back then, no, because I'm Especially saying, because I'm saying back then, you so thirsty to get a deal that you yeah. just sign in whatever because you thinking like, okay, and that's why straight out of Compton, they was looking at, they was pulling up on Easy, Easy got the fat house, and niggas like, hey man, what you doing? But, but Him and Jerry funny, Heller had some shit going. It's funny because Master P is basically Easy. Pretty much, he, like, like the all, all the he, things that people kill. Y'all, y'all think he was easy? Hell well, this yeah. is the thing. No, Come he was on, paying man. guys, but the thing was, because that's the thing. He said nobody owes him, and nobody, everybody's good. But how he did it to smooth things over, he had the real estate business. So I'm pretty sure how he was funneling that was like getting the guys to buy the house through him, right. getting the cars through him, and it was all circling back. That like, if you getting that when they was doing the MV, MTV Cribs rollout in Baton Rouge, like. You looking at it in a scenario of like, damn, all these dudes got houses. And in Louisiana, I don't know how much the Louisiana income and stuff is, if it's dirt cheap or not, like, you know, other states. But these dudes had like crazy square footage. They're living in a country club. Everybody wanted a tank. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure you're not everybody happy. But then you go look. That's what they said when they looked at his net worth. He was worth fifty five million, bro. That first rollout, he like nineteen ninety eight. He's giving, mm. he's giving them a hundred grand in cash, a house, and a car, and a Rolex. Grand total is probably costing <laughs> like about three hundred grand for artists, right? Yeah. And he's only fifty five million, man. Like, like, I, look, I'm not mad at it. It's pretty smart, but at the same time, it's just like, yo, it's crazy how people think it easy negatively in that way. But we're going to sit here and call Master P. Three words. R.I.P.? No, three words. <laughs> That's not words, by the way, but yeah. Um, <laughs> smarten wow. up, Nas. <laughs> yeah. Smarten up, Nas. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, but, like, for those guys, there was no... That's, and I think that's the advantage of, of artists today and everybody today is that People are aware of these things, right? In a way that those those people never knew. They couldn't have known. And the ones that kind of had an idea, my man from the from Richmond and, and the, the nerd uh, business manager, they had the idea. And the moment Pete saw that they had the idea, he cut them out. Right? Like, that's the crazy thing. It's like, you can't even, you can't even explore shit on your own. Right, he he made it so that you either you either down for this cause or you not you not with it at all. All right, let's let's move along. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like "I lost me mojo." 
or we avoid it altogether excuses like I had a long day at work or sorry honey I'm just not feeling it there's a ton of excuses that you might come up with to avoid a very obvious issue and that is erectile dysfunction it's you're not alone and there's an easy way to talk about it with Roman with a healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication it's simple safe and totally discreet with Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The process is straightforward, simple, discreet. It's exactly what you're looking for. Get started. It's so easy. Go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M and complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M today. If approved, you'll get $15.15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash B-O-M. GetRoman.com slash B-O-M. All right, we're going to talk about P-Valley. We're going to talk about that Rick Ross, 2 chains versus battle in a second. But first, I want to talk about this tweet thread that had the internet by storm. Now, Jerv knows about it. Trey and the lovely B who has joined us now do not know about it. So here it is, uh, a Cliff Notes version. Mother walks into, uh, they have a 20-year-old son who's been staying with them during the coronavirus outbreak uh, in the house, right? Kid leaves the house, mother's cleaning the room, finds literally like $100,000. Just stacks and stacks of cash. Mother tells the dad, dad and mom, confront the kid, where'd you get this money? He won't say. Where'd you get this? Is it drugs? It's not drugs. Where'd you, where you get this? There's no way it's not drugs. Father says, I'm going to call the cops unless you tell me where you got this money. And the 20-year-old son reveals that early on in the, during the COVID, he was at a restaurant and he met an older lady. And the older lady asked him if he was, had COVID or not. He said no. He tested negative. And basically, long story short, she'd been pay- her and her homegirls have been paying him for some COVID-free dick. And he's been doing that from March to August. And he's stacked six figures doing that. 5k a shot 5k a pop like what a slut what a slut but here's the crazy here's <laughs> sign, the, sign selling me his, up. Selling sign his me body up. Sign me selling up. his for the honey come on hey for the honey for five months a hundred in a couple in months, a couple of what months. A whore. and i'm busting nuts too <laughs> I like I don't know about y'all. I have not had any consensual nuts like in the, in the time of COVID. So like this seems like a win-win to me. Now here's the wild part: the mom is making him give the money back. Nah. And so I ask you nah. all: she's easily the worst mom ever since the mother from Blow. He might as well just move out. You got a hundred k to your name. Fam, go get a place. Yeah, I know what everyone's <laughs> thinking. Would you make your child give the money back? That's not my question. My question is: If you're 20 years old with a hundred grand, you let your mama tell you what to do with it? Are you kidding? Hell Come on, nah. man. I'm shaving that off the top. Let me get a percentage, dog. 
I need some points, my. We like <laughs> we ain't putting it in the bank or none of that. We just gonna shave it off the top a little bit. Let me get yeah. twenty of that. Take that eighty and gone, little dog. I, I, I don't. Mm. I don't. And I hope that you. I hope that you strapped up. Or, or, or go see WebMD virtually and show them your thing. If you got I'm, I, I'm just like, I cannot believe that there's that much business out there. 5K? That's, I feel like, yo. It was, it was, I got in the wrong business. Dog. I, I, feel like I got in the wrong business. Hey, Trey, I feel like Snoop. You said, she said five. I said, $500 is cool. And she said, no, 5000 <laughs> What? <laughs> Sign me up. Wow. No, that's sick. That is sick. Hey, oh, that's sick. I ain't mad at it. He a hoe, though. Hey, you know what? Nah, but listen, why are we shaming that's... sex workers? He a sex worker. I'm not... No, and I'm only saying that because <laughs> then... if this was a woman, she would be labeled as yes. a hooker. So I'm not calling her hooker. I want to I wanna keep that same energy when guys... But listen, let, that... what I say, B, before, let the woman have fun. OnlyFans, selling pussy. I don't care. Look, do your thing. I'm gonna say this you right just, now. And you might get a ring out of this at selling, the end of the day. Selling your <laughs> selling your body is selling your body. But at least you get it's the oldest business in the at book. At least you're getting a fair price for it. Like most of the time we know about selling your body, people are doing it for like twenty dollars and stuff. Like they're hard up and their backs against the wall. They're being exploited, hey, I'll right? I be seeing some sick cash out prices uh-huh. on the net. Right? You know what I'm saying? It's some Bruh. exploitation going on. <laughs> In this case, though, I think we can all safely say that ain't exploitation. <laughs> no, nah, I, I fucks with it. It's just, you know, I just try to keep that same energy. You know, I know we're going to talk about well, we might talk about, uh, you know, Cardi and yes and megan yes and their song. Yes. And, you know, they're talking about, you know, you're not out here having sex for free. Let's talk about it right you know, now. Let's talk about it right now. Okay. <laughs> so Derv hadn't watched it until moments before we started recording this pod. And I told Derv, I said, you ain't watching? He's like, no, I don't feel like I don't want to watch it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Do you know what it is? Yo, so, so B, I told the guys earlier, I didn't know what it was. Somebody, in, in, like I was DMing with someone, and they made a joke about WAP. And I said, what's WAP? I had no idea. And they said, wet ass pussy. And I'm like, Oh, I'd never heard that term, that acronym before. And they said, no, no, it's a song. And so I said, and it's Cardi and Megan Thee Stallion. I was like, huh, I'd better investigate for cultural purposes. <laughs> so I watched it about two, 300 times. And <laughs> after I took a shower and uh, no, it's just like, it's one of those, it's funny because I was, the friend I was talking to told me about it. She's got a kid, Right. And I got kids too, and we're like, "Yo, music is out of control right now. Like, what is this? Is damn important?" And we're like, "Wait a second. We used to listen to Little Kim, and her ass was talking about like the most ridiculous stuff ever. And so, really, it's not that different at all. I think I'm just getting old, and parenthood has made me kind of like, oh, oh, how dare they or whatever. But like after a while, I was like, no, this is this is this is pretty consistent. This ain't new, but uh." Jerv, uh, right. uh, original initial reactions to holy shit, yeah, <laughs> holy shit. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I mean, I'd heard everything, but it, it was it was crazy. Um, I mean, it was dope. The beat was the beat was dope though. Like I actually liked the beat. 
uh, yeah, it was cool. I mean, the video is awesome. Yeah. There you guys, ladies and gentlemen, Jerv, hip hop purist. It was cool. The beat was awesome. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I did not want to watch it because of of. I just didn't want. I never watched Nikki's Anaconda video because I just know was, it's not. Yo, it's not for you, me. Let me tell you right but now. I'm not hating on yeah, it. Like it sir, makes sense. I'm gonna tell you right now. Make the it music. Is absolute, it is absolutely for me. That's, I heard that's crazy. Too. <laughs> the song may not be for me. The video is 100 percent for me. <laughs> Uh, B, initial reactions upon seeing uh, this magnificent blue screen piece of art. It was so fun. I enjoyed it. I love the visuals. I love the hair, the makeup, the, the, the outfits, how, you know, they're wearing like luxurious lingerie, dressed up real dope. I love the choreography, the dancing, because we really don't get to see like female rappers like bust out you know, uh, eight count, like they doing choreography. Oh, yeah. I thought that was dope too. Well, that's, 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 you know that's, me, I'm a, you know, as a dancer, I like the art of yeah. it. <laughs> You're breaking down like, no, no, you see, you see that two step right there in the pivot. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, but I really liked how they interacted. They, they seem like they have a friendship and it was just like a girl power type of movement. A moment for me. Well, so I liked it. That's the, so that's the crazy thing that it made me think about is you, I thought this is where I thought you were going originally. We never get to see female rapper collab tracks. You might be able to count five in rap history, right? And one of them was that I Want to Be Down remix that had. Oh, that was fire. That had uh, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah, Yo Yo. Yeah. yeah. One of them was Ladies Night. Um. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. Like rap. I'm not talking about Lady Marmalade. Or, those, those don't count. We're singers and a rapper. I'm talking about <laughs> two female rappers and no dudes in sight. It is you don't. It's the Bechtel test of rap. Um, I don't think. But you you also have Megan, and she had her video with uh, Nicki Minaj. Did you ever get a chance to see that visual? I didn't see that one. <laughs> what's that? What's that called? Yes, uh, like, just for <laughs> for the listeners who might be curious. For research purposes. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hot Girl Summer, the only the one of the biggest oh, you know no, no, songs of <laughs> yo, I, I hate, year. Yo, I hated that song. Hated. I'm say I a didn't lot like of, it. A lot of stuff is not for me. Oh, um, I have watched it. <laughs> it no, when I say hated, it was an it was annoying. It yo, was annoying to me. Yo, YouTube, YouTube straight up called me a lot. Nigga, you watch this shit. Like, <laughs> hey, 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 that red line that red was showing line really all the way through. horny, like, nigga, <laughs> horny ass nigga, man. You niggas is horny, dog. <laughs> like I ain't, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say this though. Like I ain't getting nothing from it, but I respect it. Hot girl summer or WAP? Either. I ain't get nothing from it. Well, okay. So Trey, you were telling me earlier there was a controversy. What's the controversy? Yeah. So like. These random ass, and you can tell when these cats are hopping in like rat. Because they, ever since George Floyd shit, you see the cats with the American flags in their fucking icons now. Like, <laughs> it's just that thing, right? Right. And it's this one guy, he all of a sudden says, I, I suddenly, I, I accidentally stumbled upon right. WAP and uh, Cardi B just set women back or whatever this stuff. And I'm just oh, like, I have the whole quote here. Oh, please I do can it read it to you. It to us. Go for he it. said, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are what happens when children are raised without God and mm. without a strong father figure. Their new song, WAP, which I heard accidentally, nah. 
made me want to pour holy water in my ears. And I feel sorry for future girls if this is their role model. Pass me the Kleenex. <laughs> so here, here we go. First of all, I don't know how you accidentally heard that, my brother. Right. But then uh, four, also, four minutes and 35 seconds of this is just also, sin. Stay out I black. can't believe they're just, oh, they don't have God. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put emphasis on this. Stay out of black conversations. Oh. Straight up. And I, I'll, I'll say it once again. Stay out of black conversations. It ain't for you. It ain't for you to click on. But again, this is a, this is, this is a ladies anthem. And I'm going to let it be the ladies anthem for sure. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't my that wasn't my place to be like, oh, because all I thought about it when it when it when I finally and that was the thing. YouTube got me. I'm sitting there. I didn't hit playlist and I'm posted and I'm like, okay, this is actually the song. Cause I wouldn't probably listen it audio wise. Oh, I can. So the visual did it. Like I caught it that way, and then obviously I seen like the screenshots of why they put old girl in there, mm. and I'm like, okay, okay let's cool. talk about that. Let's but talk my, about that. Like, cause people were upset, and I'm like. Like, were you upset about anyone hey, else in the video? Like, like they they just don't like. Her, I bro. get it. Like, That's I get all. it. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm far from like, Miss. She's not Mister. Car- I just feel like there there are actually like talented women that they could have put in uh, Kylie Jenner's role to have her have this whole moment where there's no music playing. She's like Who walking it, down though? the hallway. But I mean, I would have loved to see someone like a Kelly Rowland or you know, like can we get somebody else? I mean. Man, Kelly at the crib. Like, she at the crib. I don't think she putting on none of that right now. And like, this is what I'll say. Like, we we got to be fair on this, right? You're talking about someone who has a social media following that, no matter what they do, is going to light them. It was a strategy, bro. I get it. We talk like like they did twenty three million in twenty four hours. Pull back the curtain, right, Trey? has been hosting a great podcast series that's produced by John Gervais called Growing Up the Same, right? Where he has a sit-down one-on-one interview with, you know, all types of people, famous people, right? There's a reason why, like, no offense, but, like, I'm not a guest on that show, right? Because the idea is we're trying to bring more listeners to this. People who aren't already here, plus... People who bring a massive following with them, right? And I'm really excited about some of the guests that, that Trey has coming up because they are people with massive followings. Now, they're also interesting, and we want to hear from them, and, and I'd love to hear their stories, but the reality is it's not like me or Kev the Barber. or what, It's not like someone that nobody knows. That's part of this, man. Like Part of this is, is marketing and selling to an audience that you don't already have. And that's what they did. I'm not like people are acting like to me, the Pepsi commercial was way more offensive. Like that's the when we need to get the pitchforks and like get them up out of here. But like, hey, they got off. by listen, that shit about to do quadruple platinum on reels and TikTok. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, them little dirty Air Force white women going to be on there grabbing their little knees and shaking ass. <laughs> And that shit gonna go. Them numbers gonna go astronomical, And they had bro. plenty of talented women. And everybody think they got whack. Yeah. First of all, everybody yeah. ain't got whack. You wanna talk about that? Let's you be real. Be, who got the whack? Go who got the whack? Who got the macaroni and cheese? And everybody <laughs> ain't got the mac and cheese, baby. Mm. Let's just be real out here. Mm-mm-mm. 
You know, Rob, but, don't make this go. Don't don't make this into a clip. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, I got a, I got a different brand now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a reason why some girls don't have the WAP, and it really has a lot to do with her partner, whoever she's sleeping with. Wow. If he doesn't know how to, he doesn't know how to get her to that point. Uh, they just you know want to skip the foreplay and go straight in. No, boo, it doesn't uh, work like that. Wow. That's WAP 101 from B. <laughs> WAP 101. You're welcome. I thought you were going to go into dietary things. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> no. No. She got to drink more water. We always want people to drink more you water. Her pH that. might be low. Absolutely. Her pH might be very low. But, you know, you got you, you to gotta just warm her up. You can't just <laughs> skip foreplay and act like you supposed to just Can't, can't be out here on... on uh, on Coco Coco Road on Mario Kart. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Sometimes that can be fun, but yeah. Yo, we be saying some I sick know. stuff on I here, know. man. I know. Love this. Pod. I love this pod. I, 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 I'm gonna be sad the day it goes away. <laughs> um, <laughs> somebody yeah, says, Joink. Uh, "Can't be black anymore." Sorry, too black. Too black. Too black too to black. continue. P Valley coming up, but before we do that, B, you were at you were in attendance at the versus battle, two chains versus Rick Ross. You had all the behind the scenes insights. Uh, let's start with. Uh, did you watch it afterward at all, or was it like I experienced it and that's it? I am going to. I haven't yet, but I will. Right. Yeah. Okay, because I, yeah. I was wondering, like, would you even know what's something that people thought? from watching that was that they didn't quite capture or didn't know the behind the scenes of? So a lot of people, you know, um, really wanted to hear certain songs from Rick Ross. Uh, one in particular, which I know is a lot of people's favorite, which is uh, Rich Off Cocaine. Mm-hmm. And also um, his song with Kanye, Devil in a New Dress. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've read the tweets before. People want to hear the entire like guitar breakdown going into Rick Ross's verse and just let it hold, you know, let it all play out. However, on Instagram, you can only play a certain amount of seconds before your feed will get cut. The live feed will go. They don't go. You know what I mean? They don't have a deal with Instagram like you'll let it rock. Nope. Nah, it's two minutes. Wow. Not even 90 seconds. Wow. You get a minute, you get a minute and a half and you, and you only get that two or three times before you can't even get back on. Hmm. Wow. So yeah. Wow. I did not know that. Okay. All right. So that explains a lot there. Uh, what was the song selection process? Was it just a pool of songs and he was kind of like on the fly picking or (laughs) was it like scripted? We're going to do this first and then we're going to come back with this. So, for Rosé, it was always like, what song do I start with? Like, how do I bring the energy? Like, what do I do? And then after that, it was like, we had a whole list of of songs where we had to like, we kind of battled them in a way to kind of knock certain things off the list. So there was a lot of songs that he wanted, but we were like, this would sound so much better. I think people would rather hear this instead. And he's he's all for it. It's like, okay, cool. If that if you know what the people want to hear, then I'll play. Yeah, that. I was gonna ask like this because a lot of a lot of people, a lot of artists seem Coach B. No, Coach B. A lot of people Coach B. Look, look. So I am, you know, I was 
co-producer Get it of off, this. Yeah. Can you pick Nas beats next? <laughs> Shit. Don't do that. Hey, you know I gotta hey, give you shit. Trey, you know I gotta, gotta give you shit. We gotta start a change.org petition on that one. Like let, let B yeah, choose right? Nas beats because let 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 B choose Look, Nas beats. You let Rose choose Nas beats. Yeah, he has the ear. So, so he has okay, the ear. So, that's fair. So, okay, that's so fair. Within, that's fair. Greatest ear in the, within, in the game. Within that context, though, does I, I does he know? Like guys know what songs are popular, but like, does he know mm-hmm. what songs like really resonate? Because what you said right there made it seem like, in his mind, like they're like his children. I love all my children, right? Right. It's hard to pick between one and the other, and you guys were kind of helping him with that, right? Yeah, he gets it though because he's he's a performer, so he goes and he does tours, and he knows what song that people really rock with. Um. And I was, I loved it. Like I had my, you know, he told me to write out my 20. I gave him my 20 and, you know, we just revised it a little bit and we went to the studio so we could hear how it how much, sounds. How much practice? You know? How much practice was there? Damn, it, it was that it much practice? It wasn't practice. It was just like, you know what? We had, I mean, how long has it been since these guys have been able to do shows and travel and interact with the fans on this type of level? So it's kind of like, it's just a refresher. Honestly, yeah, it was. It really wasn't practice. It was just like, what song do I start with? And I do want to play, you know, this song at some point. And that was it. And so I, I do have a question for you guys. What did you think about the famous verse that was unreleased that he played? I was cool. The the coon, the uh, Terry Crews coon. <laughs> not line. that. No, not that one. That's his new song. Which one? That's, the, uh, That's his new song. Pins oh, the you talking about the, uh, he, the the unreleased joint? Yeah. I don't think I peeped that. Cool. I, I mean, I, ain't, I, 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 I'm trying not. To, I'm trying not to be a music snob. I mean, <laughs> right now, I really wasn't. I wasn't crazy about it. I heard it, and I was like, okay, I ain't never heard this, this, is, this. but I respect it. My my whole thing was, I was just laughing because I was just like, yo, he with the extras right now. Like, it shouldn't have been. It, it wasn't a good matchup from the jump. Two Chains is very respected, right? Very respected, but it wasn't a good matchup. You feel me? Like, it, it didn't work in his favor. He could have played. He's on. The songs that he played is on 70% on the radio. Again, Ross has that presence where he sold every song that he played. I'm talking about whether it was just different shit that was rocking. The nigga took his shirt off. This nigga had a wardrobe change. The nigga getting a massage. I'm like, nigga, relax. But I get it. And then, like, Chains... Being the type of nigga he is, he like kind of like not feeling a slight. But once them niggas start drinking, you could kind of see like he like, all right, nigga, you acting like I ain't nice too. But Rose was so such in the zone, bro. Like it was just it was too far gone at that point. I don't think he could have did yep. anything with it. And it was like it was cool that they like, you know, had to like, yeah, you good, my nigga. Both of we, we nice. You know, it's really just it was supposed to just be a fun moment. And just, it's not a battle. It's just like, let's just come and enjoy the music. But what I really enjoy from my view, I love Timbaland's uh, response. Because he was there, he was on set, and he was just, every song that comes on, you see his whole facial expression change. I loved it. How many How many people were there all together? Oh, I'd say about 50. And, and, and we're all like masked up. Well, yeah, no, no. You know? I, 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 what was the space in? <laughs> 
I'm being an alarmist right now. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. Was niggas, was, did niggas have holes in their mask smoking the weeds? No, no. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm being a dickhead. I ain't gonna be that. Now listen, let the women have fun. But but That's like I guess I guess my question is like how many people were there who were like I, I'm I'm curious. These are all the things I want to know. Like how many people does it take to put it on? I guess since they've gone to this format, which is they've moved away from the Nelly. Hey, it's a storm coming in. The internet's out or whatever. Like this format now works. But how many people does it take to get to that format? Goodness, it doesn't take much. It was just Don't that they we send the rigs you know, and all that stuff for y'all. I mean, well, for yeah. them. Well, for them, yeah. Of course, they make sure they're they're set up, but then you also have uh, Apple Music's people there. Mm-hmm. So it's just different teams Got of you. people to make sure that everything is running smoothly. Got you. Also, yeah. underrated MVP, Sam Sneak. You don't have the good chemistry with your DJ, you're going to lose every time you go into them fucking battles. When Snoop Dogg did his, he had Battle Cat. Got to have a nigga that knows when to play your shit because you might be feeling Absolutely. it. Your set list might not be the same thing. The same thing. We'd be sitting there at Jerv like, oh, I want to hear this. He's like, why you play that? But it's like, you have to strategically know you got to play defense too. And it was like, yeah. Ross really wasn't playing defense, honestly, because he started off with that bomb. He bombed first. And it was like, ah, <laughs> and leaned into that shit. Bar. And he never really, he never really got <laughs> into the fade with him. He's just knocking my boy like, ah, like skinny black nigga on, on, um, Oh, what's today, bro? Getting this shit beat. And, um, DJ was whooping skinny Ooh. black ass and uh, hustling flow. I knew it was a rap. Nah, nigga, you had Chains 4 2, nigga. No. Remember that? No, no, no. Oh. Remember that? No, 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 no. I had Chains. Yeah, I had Chains 4 2. Yeah, no, no. <clears throat> I'm saying I knew it was a rap once Chains started off and he was just like, oh shit, you want to start off with that? I got Chains. The one thing I peeped was that. Ross just has classics, right? Like he has classics, and he could do another verses he, and hit no, us with a whole no, other you, twenty songs that like absolutely can. To he yet. absolutely can. Yeah, like I, there's not too many people on in the game right now that I think can beat dude in a twenty. He just he he has the hits, and like but Chains has like he has good songs. He just doesn't have you know what. I, you know what my my, my my observation was, to be honest with you? And and I'm beginning to sense a theme when I'm looking at all of these versus nights, right? The person who has the most fun seems to be the person who wins every time. Exactly. Right? J- Absolutely. Jada Kiss, uh, Snoop, uh, Ross, um... Bro, oh, Chains, Chains looked like he had a little bit no, of fun but, too, no, though, bro. So did DMX. It was popping so, on Chains. So did DMX. So did DMX. But they didn't have as much fun as a, as no, a competitor. You. The person who has the most fun seems to be the person who wins. Now, I don't know if that's because they're winning. They know they're winning, and so it's fun for them. Or it's just, yo, I'm coming in here. I'm just trying to have a good time. The nigga was getting a massage. That's fucking rude. <laughs> I don't oh, care. Fun, don't battle. Nigga, I would have lost my cool. I'm sorry. You don't listen. My nigga took off his. First of all, I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let, him, I'm gonna let it, huh? shout him out. Shout Look, him out, bro. There you go. Represent for listen, the big dog. Go, go for it, Teddy duh. Bear season. Teddy you know Bear season. Get live, it off. Duh. Yeah, Look, y'all, y'all be having y'all little fun. Everybody post their pics for the gram. A husky homie take the shirt off, and all of a sudden the internet go nuts. It wasn't rude. No, no, I wasn't mad at it. Listen, he listen. It's somebody that like it. 
Go for it, <laughs> Rose. But all I'm saying is, don't get no massage while you battling. Why not? Me, <laughs> no, that's the it's shit. A, a, don't get no massage while you battling me. That's rude. It's not, what are you talking about? Like, this is an eight mile. That's like, rude. come on, man. <laughs> having fun. Nah. No, I liked it, man. I like. But, no, but if you go back and watch it, and watch change but that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying and that's why ross won because that's why it was fucking rude but that's not why ross won ross (laughs) won because he just had fucking yeah he just had fucking he was going chains could have he could have strippers on every song think about 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 big mac on them on them things Every time he walked up to the plate, that was Ross. That nigga was pointing at the motherfucking 400 feet. Like, yo, it's like, change, <laughs> ch- yo, change would come back and get a two-pointer, and Ross just come down and hit a dagger three every single yo, time. So, Jerv, I'm glad that you, you brought up strippers on poles, because this week in P-Valley, hey, things are heating up. Uh, I only had a couple of questions, and I'm going to le- let Trey lead the way after that. Um... First of all, who had Keyshawn's baby daddy being white? Nope, I did right? not. <laughs> I was just he looked like Tom Hanks' son. Okay, not the one, that had, <laughs> the rapping one. Shit, <laughs> Chet, Chet. Yeah. And then the other question I had, and there, you know, there are some things that people do that you might do that you understand about yourself is weird. Sometimes we don't understand. We're like, but everyone's not doing this. And sometimes you know, yes, this is just me. So for me, the opening scene, my man sleeping on the couch, butt ass naked. I I can't sleep naked. I gotta have at least <laughs> some drawers on. I don't care what I just did. Like I will put on some drawers and then I'll go to sleep. And I don't know if this is a universal thing or I'm just a weirdo. But do y'all sleep naked at any point? Yes. Like sleep, not like a ten minute nap. I'm talking about like post nap. I'm talking no. about like slept through the night. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting I, past. I'm getting past. I mean, I'm at my own crib. Fuck. Yeah. I don't pay. I don't got no company, nigga. I don't got no kids. I'm getting past. Yes, sir. Listen, I've been working out over this quarantine. My shit cool. I hop up. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm, I'm cracking I, with that with that 65 uh, air condition on. You, you, man, you guys are really pushing the limit on this AC stuff. Uh, you know, I heard the other day someone told me like they leave the AC on 60. I'm like, is your is your power oh, is your power talk. bill? Hold it get on, the it, blood flowing. Is your power bill like four, four figures? Are you putting a rack on, on your AC? Bill? No. 67, 68 tops. On, under 100, Yo, baby. Y'all, under y'all 100. Know what I got? You know what my power bill is? Or no, not my, not my power bill. Not my $38. Power bill. You know what my, my, my thermostat is at? 73. 70, 80, 88. 77. And I dare somebody to say something. <laughs> bro, that's the fucking heat. Bro, I, I you might as well you, turn the heat on. I know you you over there musty <laughs> as hell, bro. No, I got, yeah, no man. I think it smells like grilled onions from... No, 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 sir. I, I got, I got, I got my ceiling fans. We, we pulling every trick in the book now. In a hotel room, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a meat locker in there. I'm turning it down like fifty nine if I can. Not but like locker. the moment, the moment I'm paying for this, no, 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 no. We're gonna do a good, strong, like seventy six, seventy seven, and we're gonna. And if you hot, turn on a fan or something like that. No man, I'm, no I'm out the shower. I get in bed. After I dry off, I'm sliding to the sheets. Wow. 
But see, it's different for, for women, man. Like, you know, like, it's, we got all types Why? of, because, man, like. Shouts, shouts to Dr. Teal's lavender rug. If I get, if shower, I get into you know? the bed with, with my dick out and I roll the <laughs> wrong way, there's all types of, like, mistakes that can happen. Hey, shri- hey you be too cozy, bro. You got shrimp meat out. You out here not hard. You just cozy. You out here with the shrimp meat. But like, it's cool. There's something about it, like, it gets pinched. You know what I'm saying? Like, the skin. You know what I'm saying? Like, like hey, if, if your skin is just Listen, not... Listen, the shrimp, man... What's a shrimp? What are you talking about, bro? Like, like the... <laughs> Listen, bro. I'm, I'm going to throw... Th- I'm, you the only nigga that's pinching out here, bro. <laughs> you hold on. You, the, skin, the skin on your thing don't don't get caught up like underneath no, itself. No, bro. No, because I'm sleeping in some soft ass <laughs> sheets, dog. My shit cool. It ain't about the. I don't thing. got no comforter. I got no the comforter been put away since this motherfucker started hitting triples. Oh, no, you, got, you, so, you don't keep the comforter out? No, no, comforter. No, comfort, oh, no, comfort, no, comfort, no, 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 I'm cracking out here with the cool gray sheets. I got my hair like this. And I might, listen, I'm fucking cracking, dog. I don't care. I'm out here sleeping bomb. I might wake up talking like Phil Jackson, but it's cool. <laughs> Scotty. Scotty. AC be fucking your vocal cords up, nigga, when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> nigga be needing a glass of water. You think you got the Rona, nigga. Your nose plugged up and shit. You like, God damn. Oh man! But let's 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 get yeah. back to to, to P Valley, man. <laughs> Sleeping butt naked one on one with a me. Y'all crazy, man! Like I'm. <laughs> I nigga said pinching. No, <laughs> I'm like like look at like imagine my my shirt was my skin. Like if you move too fast, this thing get caught like here. Why are you moving in your bed? <laughs> I roll around. I don't. I'm not sleeping like in. A, I'm, not a, sleeping, I'm not bro. dead. I'm. I roll around. I move around. <laughs> I need like everything nah. protected. Oh my god! I can't just be letting <laughs> things on. My balls start coming up around, like around under my kneecap and stuff. Like, what's going on? <laughs> so, man, welcome to you know Pussy Valley, the segment with Bethany, Gervais, and me and myself. Well, we pick up from Mercedes going to the Bing. She ain't no cheese. Can't nobody bail her out. Nothing. Ain't nothing going. So she getting walked through this motherfucking hallway with these. And that's crazy because they got the jail unisex as hell. Yeah. They had one chick in there jammed the fuck up. She in there that, with like nine wait, niggas. So that wasn't a chick. Nah, but I thought she was, yeah. I thought she was transsexual. To, to, I don't want to, I don't want to put heteronormative gender or whatever. Oh, damn. I might've just been super (laughs) insensitive. There's a reason why. You just got, you got canceled, nigga. You canceled. (laughs) It was nice knowing you, Jerf. I'm out. (laughs) Be, be mindful, nigga. Anyway, back to the story. You know, it was jam packed in there. My lack of observation, because I just was watching it briefly, looked up, seen a weave. My bad. All right. Anyway. That motherfucker look like a Royal Rumble in there, right? That's one thing. Also, M-I, cricket letter, cricket letter, cricket letter, is addicted to social media, addicted to her new fame. She live in bubblefuck, and now she happy off of 90 views, which is cool. Hey. I was like, what? 
It is what it is. It wasn't even right. It's so not she even geeking. On her account. It's somebody else's account again. The views. I'm like, what? She don't under. She don't understand it in a small town mind, right? So then, little murder. His song going up. He viral. His shit going up. He throwing money. He making shit happen. All this other shit, right? Cool. They finesse old girl who offered divorce settlement. Did That's they tricky too, because I wasn't feeling did that. Did they finesse her? They did. F- I mean, she left. Nah, the they didn't finesse her, bro. She 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 fucked up. She got too drunk at the strip she, club. She played herself. Bag. She had an entire bag out. And she and she also yeah, so told she her. Up, she right? also told her girls like, "I'm about to blow this. I'm about to blow this money right here." But I think she was just waiting on Mercedes. Wait, there you go. I got oh, I got a question. Shouts to loving Mercedes. If they they yo, they're shady as shit because that had to be over five racks that she just picked up right there that she just came up on. She mm-hmm. couldn't bail. She couldn't bail. Uh, <laughs> damn. No, they was, they was just Mercedes, Mercedes was talking. Up. Mercedes was talking all that smack, talking about all that yeah. got humbled. Shouts to shouts to the pussy guy. What are you doing got, with your money? Why are you not here. stacking? Why are you not saving? What's your exit plan? You gonna do this forever? She really played them. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I just came up on something, and I'm gonna keep it, and I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna stack it. Hey, that's hey. Listen, young people, you listening? Get a savings account, baby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And don't get that money to your mama, no matter how much you love her, okay? Because um, that ain't gonna reduce your. Unless sin. he's trying to, unless right. he's trying to give your money back to everybody you got the money from. In which case, <laughs> give her a little bit of the money. There you go. So we get that part. Mi is addicted. We got Mercedes in jail. Uh, Uncle Clifford is in a real well. Uncle uh, Little Murder is trying to have a real openly relationship. Well, Uncle Clifford, he letting them know the real, like, look, we can't do this. They treating it like that one show that we covered. What was it, Hollywood? Yeah. Can't be out here, especially in the in the deep south, trying to, you know, have a, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm glad they, they did that because the first few episodes, part of me was like, everyone seems to be real cool with the transgender man who runs the strip club. Like, in, in a small town in the south, I'm like, that's not very realistic. With a sheriff and everybody's just cool with it. So this was the first time they acknowledged, like, yo, that's not how the world works. Yeah, it's Man. not how it really works. They didn't create some fantasy. Like, it's still being frowned upon. And not, but you kind of get it, too, where they say some rude shit every time he walk into, like, an establishment or something. And sometimes he has to dress up like a man, mm-hmm. you know, in certain situations. So, um, you know, that was, that was interesting. But then you got, obviously, uh, Autumn Night, a.k.a., uh, What's her name? Something Savage? Savage. Lakeisha Savage? Lakeisha Savage. Lakeisha Savage. That's a hard-ass name, by the way. It is. Um, the jig is up for her in funneling money. But now we're going to get to the part where she recruited a new partner in crime. Um, but uh, Lakeisha Savage, her jig is up. You know, they did the uh, hurricane relief that allowed her to, you know, manipulate the system. But now that is over. Um, and it all plays into, you know, the scenario. But then... There's still trouble at the pink. They got 14 days before foreclosure. Uh, but the the money, the bag is still coming for a couple couple girls. And then obviously we get to see uh what's her real name? Mississippi real name? Keyshawn. Keyshawn's real baby daddy, right? Ooh. 
I mean, he mentions it. We did not expect this man to be the same color as milk. So, shout-outs to him. Um, and the fact that he's been abusive, not shout-outs to him. Um, and mm-hmm. I thought old boy was going to kill him. Genuine face. If there was ever but time to do it, he took all that shit. Should've Ain't just, none of your friends with, business. With well, friends well, I'm pretty sure he don't want to deal with all the extra shit, and he like his job more freedom. Man, but two chops. Long story short, you know, while she gets her kid, she stumbles upon and catches Uncle Clifford and a little murder making out. Now, I don't know if he was about to spit during that time, but they stopped. You know, right? look, maybe, you know, seems like little murder wanted to go public with their little affair, relationship, whatever. Uncle Cliff might so have the, that. So, that, so that does whack. that make him? Does that make him like the first yeah. openly you gay rapper, successful openly gay rapper? Who? Huh? Would that make Little Murder the first openly uh, successful gay uh, rapper in the South? If it, if he would have came out with that, or is his music going to be felt that way? The same? I don't know because once yeah. he realized that someone was watching them. He, yeah, he, it all, it all switched up. Yeah. The whole cool got up out of his walk. That's like exactly. being with a joint that you ain't supposed to be with. You holding her hand, and the homie hit the corner. You like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. I think it might tear his motherfucking rotator cuff trying to let that <laughs> hand go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Trey, then, then you got to kind of like immediately like scratch your eye or something. What happened? What happened? I feel something in my eye. Did nigga wait and grab her hand again. You're a sick nigga, man. Hey, but it was a lot to unfold here. The mom is trying to preach to the entire jail cell. She's terrible. She had everybody capped up. Mercedes She's goes so and says, you dead to me. But enough of me. I want to hear B. What was your perspective on watching this episode i really so i'm gonna just say this first uh my prediction was that autumn knight was going to save the day she came through with that money and and i knew that it was going to have to be some sort of turning point for them having some sort of uh a fr- not a friendship but they have to get along for something but the fact that she came through like i still want to know well i'm i'm guessing now uh, she did it because she kind of used it as an opportunity to recruit her. Like, you know what? I need her so I can send, you know, transfer some more money. Um, but I was wondering, like, is is Mercedes going to use this money to somehow open up an, uh, a dance spot somewhere else and continue on with her dream? Or is she going to go back to stripping eventually? I, mm. I'm, I'm curious to see how this all plays out. I was I really enjoyed this episode and I love the story and um my favorite part was when Uncle Cliff walked into the barbershop. It was something so dope about Uncle Cliff being so unapologetically Uncle Cliff. Like wherever Flamboyant. he goes, is this is what you're gonna get. You're gonna get the wig, you're gonna get the nails, the makeup, the outfit. I'm coming in however I want. Just like when he showed up on uh on your boy on the tractor, you know, getting the cotton or whatever. He had on the whole like Southern bell <laughs> corset, like the whole with outfit. The, with the umbrella. With the umbrella, like a, a costume. Like I love how unapologetic um, Uncle Cliff is just exactly who she or he wants to be. I love it. Yo, I don't know uh, what pronouns, you know, Uncle Cliff goes yeah. by, but. Yeah, yeah. They, they haven't made that clear, right? Like they don't. You know but Mercedes I mean? did refer to Uncle Cliff as she. 
What was what was the funniest part of this episode to y'all? Funny. The funniest? Yeah. When her when she realized that uh the uh police officer or whatever he was was the was the was the one dude that she took his wallet. Oh, oh Je- Jesse? Jesse? Uh, <laughs> that had me crying. She was like, Jesse? I uh <laughs> I like the drunk girl singing Lil Murder song throughout the entire episode. Nobody's that drunk for that How? long, though. Yeah, also, she was cooked. What the dog. hell was she drinking? Also, yeah. also you got you to gotta get Also, nobody passes out in the middle of the club, and the security genuinely is going to be like, well, she's sleeping pretty well. I guess I'll just let her there. Uh, and also, no, no establishment that serves alcohol in the world will send you. It's going to let her and let her get that lit. Yeah. Not even that. No, they won't let her drive off. They will take your keys because they know they can lose their liquor license. Oh, I guess you don't have a liquor yep. license, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. Um, the funniest part for me was a tie between when Uncle Clifford was at the police station and he's clicking his, his nails, and oh. the cop was just like, Don't do that, don't with, do your that with your nails. <laughs> it was just so nonchalant. And then the other thing was when they saw the foreclosure. Notice, and they're all like talking, like, "What does this mean?" And Uncle Clifford runs up, like, "Oh my God, is Mercedes dead?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, man, I, I yes. laugh like, because he's like, oh, no, Mercedes." I'm like, "Damn, man," <laughs> because it's always janky promoter, man. He was a jank. He knew the, the jig was up. Oh, just, uh, that was that was to get the heat off off his back. Oh, for sure. you think so? No, <laughs> I think I think it's one of those. Nah, things. he was capped up. He knew. <laughs> He knew everybody was looking with their arms crossed, and they had to get that off. And he just—he had to be dramatic, for sure. Jerv, what you got? Um, I—I I was when they—it was when she, uh, when Uncle Clifford uh, passed out. That was—that was mine. Like <laughs> I, that was—it was just. Oh yeah. It was so over the top. Like he could, Uncle Clifford couldn't just react to up. it. Had to be the <gasps> like legs were up in there. I was the cool, legs man. went up in there. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, come on, man. Uh, Montavious, that that's Autumn Knight's husband, right? So, yeah, Gotta it has be. to be. Gotta he, be. What was what was dripping I from did. him? Is that sweat? No, nah, he, he or blood? No, 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 no he was, was tear, crying. Bro. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be a tear. He's so he was fake crying. concerned. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, I thought that shit looked a little oily. Did, did, they, <laughs> did they show him though? No, and that's, no, a, that's what I wanted to say. Of his face. The, la- the last scene where he's on his computer, but in, he's in the shadows, only seeing his hand. I said, he, he reminded me of Dr. Claw and Inspector Gadget. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't, like, don't make this a mystery. Just show us who the hell it is. It's not like we know anybody anyway. Right. It's not like if we see his face, we're going to be like, oh, this is watched. The, oh, the, she must have done blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Unless he's got like a crazy scar Ooh, on his face or something. Maybe. Maybe she fucked him up. Man. Nigga face gonna look like uh, the thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that nigga wow. shit gonna look like a kneecap, nigga, after you've been <laughs> kneeling too long. Omar. Or ashy. Just ashy. I'm gonna fucking have so many creases in this shit. You said Omar <laughs> from The Wire. Like, yeah, buck 50. Oh, man. All right. Do we have any predictions? Let's roll them out. I'm I gonna think... say. Go ahead. Go ahead, B. Go ahead, Kevin. So I think um, Autumn Knight's husband, whoever this man is, this mystery man, because he apparently has all this account info up on his computer. 
He's about whatever scam, scheme, whatever autumn night and Mercedes got going on. He's about to mess them up big. And and I think somebody might die. Next episode is the last episode, right? We said it was six episodes this season. No, so I think one of y'all looked it up and it said it's uh, 12. Eight, no. It's definitely not 12. It's eight episodes and we're on episode six. But I, I, I don't know. We got to check because I don't know if they're going to actually go seven to eight right away because when I look at how I'm watching it, it only gives the first six episodes. It doesn't say anything about seven or eight. So I don't know if that means they didn't tape it like some of this COVID stuff. No idea. I don't think the next episode is last. I think we still got a little bit more story to go. They can't introduce homie like that and then and then you know what I mean just end it, right? They can't do that. They can do whatever they want. I mean, they, yeah. I, they, I know they can, but like I was <laughs> saying, like y'all can't leave us out here like that. Like y'all got to give us something. I mean, what's your prediction? My prediction is that um, something bad is going to happen to the mama. Okay. I think something bad is about to happen to her because she tried to finesse the whole like Jesus thing and everybody's on her side. And, and uh, what's her name? Said she dead to her. And I think that's foreshadowing that something bad is actually going to happen to her. And so, to, to yeah. kind of piggyback off of that, when uh, Gidget asked Autumn Knight, she was like, what if somebody took all of your money? What would you do? And she was like, I'd kill them. I'd kill them, yeah. So, so... That goes with the whole, like, you know, I think somebody might get hurt next episode. Like, someone might die. My prediction, the mom going to die. Uh, Uncle Clifford going to figure out the 14-day shit, find a way to finesse, whether it's him running his mouth or getting a, a hush order to get some ex- extended time, breathing room to not lose the, the, the club. Um. Autumn Night teaches Mercedes how to finesse, you know, and they get their little plan going. She gets to scrape a little bit for her, scrape a little bit for her. I think Mercedes is going to get greedy. Oh. Mm. Mm. Can't trust everybody when it comes to money. By the way, how yeah. about how about Mercedes not actually having a stripper name? Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> she, just, she just embodied that. So you can find her. If you went to school with her, you can Facebook her and find her for sure. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, that was that's pretty much it. That's all I got for y'all. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Black Opinions Matter. Uh, as always, like, subscribe, do all the things that the metrics make us look good. You know, share it with a friend. Uh, and be on the lookout for new episodes of Growing Up the Same coming out this week. Uh, Trey, do we know who the guest is yet? Uh, Dahi. There you go and all the other podcasts on the Count the Ding Network for me, for Big Jerv, for Black Trey, and for producer Rob Lopez. This is Amino Hassan. Stay black, y'all.